Dearest children, rations grow short here in the studio. We're living off of flat crystal Pepsi and pizza crusts. Not a day goes by that I don't think of you. Every day my tears grow saltier and saltier, possibly from all the garlic. Hey, Jody, what you doing? Oh, gee, you scared me, little stragglers there. I was not prepared for that. Oh. Hey, sorry about that. Hey, what you doing there? Oh. Looks like you got yourself some pipes. Uh, yeah, I do. I have some pipes here, and I, uh, I, I taped a, a pen to this feather I found on the ground, and I, I don't know, I'm just getting in this. I, I had to write my kids at home. They're, they're expecting me any day now, and uh, they're still at my friend's place. Oh. You know, that's funny because I got, I was thinking about writing a letter on some paper back to my friends who live in the sewer in New York City. Oh, really? You you were? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you mind? Do you mind? I, oh, no, n- not at all. You t- you know, I'll just, uh, let me see. I think I've got a napkin here if you need to use. Oh, you know what? Here's the one. Y- you can use that oh, one. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. It's all nice and crispy. Got a little bit of dried ice cream on it. Oh, this is going to be perfect. All right, uh, so we'll write letters. Okay, let me see how this is going to go. Um, sorry, I had to clear my throat. Dear boys in the sewer of New York City, not a day goes by when I don't think about how lucky I am to be here in the studio with Brayden and Landry. It's such a pleasure. Sometimes I just look around and I go, boy, I can't believe how great things are. First of all, we got three whole chairs to sit in. And even though Brayden insists on putting his feet in one and sitting in the other, it's nice just to be in the room. Here we got plenty of light bulbs, and also, sometimes, we get to eat day-old pizza, which is way better than week-old pizza, if you ask me. Anyway, my name's Lil Stragglers. It's a pleasure to write you. I'm so excited to be here in the studio. Hey, what was that? What was that? Oh, jeez, what's going on? Oh, jeez, I feel a chill coming over me. Hey there, guys, what are you doing? This is our time in the studio. Didn't you notice the sign outside? We reserved it for the next 30 minutes. That's right, and then we took a break for 45 minutes, and we signed up for the next 30 minutes after that. You see how that works? It's economical, because we figure no one's going to come in here and use it in the middle, you know? Oh, jeez. You know what, fellas? As much as I miss my kids back home in Plainview, Minnesota, I'm just glad to be surrounded by such loving, wonderful people like you guys. Yeah, it's pretty good to have you here in the studio, if I do say so myself, Jody. Yeah, I think we like having a companion. You bring a real fun, feminine energy to the bunch here. Yeah, I gotta say, it could be a little bit of a boys club around here. It's just you and the ghost of Emily Dickinson. Oh, oh, ghost fish. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, they were over there playing the ghost fish. All right, everybody, let's clear out. What did I say about playing cards in here? (laughs) Also, Westy Chesty, number two, I saw the sign-up sheet that you attached to the door outside the studio. You should know it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. You can't just create rules for the studio without running them by us. Like, you are not the administrative person here in the office. 
I know. I saw something on the uh, Three Toons official Twitter account that you got to sign up on the door. Yeah, you run that Twitter account, and we told you specifically not to continue using it because you are in no way affiliated with this podcast, little straggler. Well, that's not what it says on the Twitter account, and I say if it's on the Twitter, I trust it because you know everything you read on the internet's true. Isn't that right? Well, hundred percent true. That's right. That's exactly what I was going to say, Wesley Chesty. And if you say it, I say it because that's how this. Really Relationship dynamic works, you see? I'm number two. And I'm Westy Chesty. <laughs> you see, it really works better when you say your name first, but that's all right. They get the idea. Get back to the studio. Uh, you know what? For once, actually, I have a I have a tendency to agree with Ronnie yeah, here. I think he's Guys, right. Uh, things, things have gotten a little bit out of track. I know the past couple of weeks of the podcast have been, you know, a little bit crazy. We had the whole incident in New York where we were trying to go rescue Wilson T. Bobo Bono Bon Bill Bar Bing Vagabones. That was it. Wilson T. Vagabond. That's what it was. But we're we're back now. We're all back in the studio. And in fact, I if I have to say, it's a little bit crowded here in the studio. Does anybody mind, you know, kinda taking a breather so that Landry and I can just get back to what we were doing? Get back to the studio. Ronnie, we were literally on top of it. You don't need to tell us. Sorry, everybody. You, you guys know our producer, Ronnie, right? Get back to the studio. Yeah, you know what? I was just thinking, Tony, you want to go get some ice cream? Uh, I was wondering if maybe around here we could find some place that serves real authentic New York style ice cream. You know, I was thinking maybe we could get one of my favorite flavors. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg ruined this city. And, uh, you know... Times Square was better when there were all the hookers. That's my favorite flavor. Oh, that sounds good to me. Well, okay, well, let's go check it out. See if we can, uh, you know, maybe find a place to go get it. That was really fast. They just got out of here. Really wanted that ice cream, I guess. I wasn't prepared for that. So let's see. Does anybody... Still a little crowded in here. Yeah, does anybody else need to get out? You know, as spirits, we don't really take much physical space, considering we're all just mist and haze. You know what, Wessie Chassie? What, number two? I just remembered that I have a doctor's appointment in the spirit world. (gasps) In the spirit world? Well, I hope you've met your out-of-pocket maximum, because it's going to cost you a pretty if not. I know. Listen, that HMO they've got us on here is absolutely deplorable. You know, number two, I feel like we might need to unionise in order to bargain for some bit of benefits whoa, whoa, here. Whoa, 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 Yo, whoa, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nobody is going to unionise. Okay? We are going to shut that, that down right now. So, you know what? Go ahead. Take your time. Go do your dentist appointment or whatever. I... Ghosts don't have dentists, first of all. I'm going to get my tentacles checked. Yeah, remember the whole weeping and gnashing of teeth? It's more of a metaphor than anything. But you guys wouldn't really know about that, would you? No, I, I guess we wouldn't. Um, listen, do you, do you guys mind... Uh... <laughs> Ghost of Winston Churchill, you absolutely took the words right out of my mouth. Why don't you go with them back to the spirit world? I'm sure that you could use, you know, a chance to check things out back in the uh, the home front or whatever it is you guys call it. Yeah, don't we, have that, uh, don't we have that Ouija board somewhere? You can use that to get there. You don't even have to Uber or anything. You can just go right there with the Ouija board. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, Brayden, can yeah, you find that? Yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me take a look. I'll see what I can do. It's here somewhere. Uh, 
Ah, yeah, there it is. Okay. Ah. Luckily, I hid it inside that clay jar right where I knew I would find it For again. safekeeping. So, um, listen, guys. Lena and I are just going to record the podcast here and, uh... Oh, ah, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, corporal punishment. We talked about this last week. It's not necessary. Yeah, and yet here we are still talking about it. So, uh, uh, you know what? You know what? Westy Chesty number two. Go ahead, take as much time as you need, and while you're at it, Braden and I are gonna do what this studio is meant to do, which is start the show. Well, you know what? If you're gonna be so rude, come on, Emmett, Ghost of Emily Dickinson. Oh, you mean I get to come too? I get to leave the studio? Well, of course. It's not like you're cursed to trounce upon this cursed ground for the rest of your days. <laughs> Ghost of Winston Churchill has a good point. He says you're free to leave at any time. Uh, it just seems like you've got some hang-ups and you're a little scared to leave the studio. Oh, oh, well, I guess I could take one step out the door. Yeah, why don't you? Come on with us. We'll keep you nice and safe. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, if you don't, there's always this option. <laughs> Oh, Brayden, okay. All right, Brayden, all right. Yeah, you no don't need, need to, go to do that, guys. You might as well leave now while you still can take a step. So get... <sighs> you know, Landry, at the risk of, you know, beating a dead horse to death. Here, let me just set this down. Okay. <laughs> uh, Please don't do that. I mean, there's no one else... <sighs> We need Listen, to talk that's about just this, the Brayden. sound it makes when I set it down. Yeah, okay? I know. I just throw it over in the corner. It's just, it's, you know, I can't help it. It's I'm a very well, good with a whip. I think you can help it a little bit. And while we're at it, before we start the show, I just want to say, I think you need to take a chill pill. Everyone is working very hard to put the show on every week, and you, like we talked about, are a little tense right now. So uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know what, what do you think, Reggie? Yeah. See, Reggie says it's fine. Yeah. He, well, he he doesn't have a problem with it. Fine. You know what? Let's just start the show, and we can talk about this later, okay? Yeah, okay. I gotta say, maybe our my favorite theme song we've had yet. We we really owe we really owe Phil Collins a debt of gratitude. It's true. Well, Philip, remember, we want to be respectful. That, I'm sorry. I, that's right. The Philippians, they really know how to how to throw a jam together. It's a bop. Yeah, but does it slap? The world may never know. It's true. I do have a, just one little quibble. He says, you don't even know the host's names, which to me sounds a little bit like he didn't have... 
like the ability to Google us. Or the, or the time to, to listen to even one episode. Right, right. Which is crazy to me because as you and I know, Stooge Mania is sweeping, sweeping the, nation. the nation. It's swept. Yeah. Oh, it's past tense. Perhaps. Swept. I would say it's here. Though I'm worried, has it been swept underneath the rug perhaps? Is that why he's missing it? That might be what it is, you know, because the past couple of weeks we've we've had a lot of off-site recordings. You know, we we we've been released, so maybe it's time to reintroduce everybody. Hello, everybody. My name is Brayden. I am Landry. Welcome to the Three Two Just Podcast. This is the only podcast out there that is exclusively giving you Three Stooges related content. That's all we talk it's about. The only thing that's we're here to talk about. The three touches, and we, you know, we we don't have much occasion to get sidetracked or anything like that, and we're so grateful for that now because you know we've we've developed a family here on the podcast. It's true. We rely on you, the third touch, to complete the three touches. So I, I we can't do this without you. So we just want to thank everyone for tuning in every single week. All of the rider dies that like us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We would be nothing without you. And it is for you that we talk about nothing other than the Three Stooges, because that is the exact content that you tune in for every single week. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, I have to say, a lot of people getting turned to the Three Stooges podcast. The new, the new trend is uh, you, go to the, you go to the club and, and you sneak up behind the DJ. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this on YouTube? Already? I haven't. I haven't seen this. Is this oh the two, the three oh. two just challenge? Yeah, it's the three two just I challenge. I saw the so hashtag was trending, but I didn't actually okay, get yeah. to see the oh, video. Oh, so it's, this is huge. So what it is, it's, and I, I have to say, it's it's a thrill, but it's so fun. You, you go up to uh, the DJ at the club, and then you have to find a way, the tricky part is you have to find a way to disable him. Um, ah. So there's, a, some people are using an eye poke, some people are doing like a chokehold, a rag soaked in ether is also extremely popular uh, but whatever it is yes. once the dj is out of the way you turn down the music in the club for what and you turn oh well for the three two just podcast oh, oh okay of course of course sorry and then you turn up the three two just podcast and people you would not believe they are just jamming to the podcast. Wow. So there you go on YouTube and there's all these videos of people just in the club, laser beams. I mean, it looks like the Waiting for Tonight video by Jennifer Lopez. You know the one I'm talking about? Oh, oh do I know it? <laughs> yeah. But instead of listening to that song, oh, what are they listening to, my friend? It's the Three Tooges podcast. And, to, you know, to me, I don't do this for myself. You know, I, I, I've got my own very, very financially lucrative career. I run a small uh, group of cabins that people, you know, can stay in. It's sort of like uh, long-term housing um, out near the studio um, in the woods. But, uh, so, you know, this podcast really is a labor of love for me. And to see people celebrating the Three Tooches podcast by just getting absolutely crunk, uh, listening to recaps. Oh, here comes the boom! Oh, everybody... Bill T, Bill T, everybody. What are you doing here, Bill T? You're supposed to be in New York. I thought you were on Wall Street. I'm telecommuting today. Oh, okay. So you see, I've got myself. I'm, I've, I'm. As you can see, I'm holding an iPad in front of me, and I'm skyping back to my home office where they've got me on a big screen, and I'm yelling things at people. Put that paper down. I can see you there. I see. I, I just, I was confused. Is it like so? You're like on a metaphorical Wall Street. No, I'm. Uh, well, the screen of me is on Wall Street. You see. Ah, but I'm. 
physically here in person. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got a little confused there. Yeah, I listen. I understand. I don't have time to explain all of the rules of business to you, my friend. I would love it if you did at some point, though. I would be really because well, every day it, it seems that we're, like that we're learning more. If I were to unleash, if I were to unleash all of the rules of business on you in one go, your brain would simply dis. Integrate. Oh. Listen, I don't want to get too into the rules of business because, like I said, I don't think you can handle it. But uh, rule number 17 of the rules of business are don't tell anybody the rules of business too darn fast. Otherwise, forget about it. You know, it's interesting to me, Bill T, how, how folksy and almost like the rules of business seem to be like you're, you're just sort of inventing them off the cuff. I know it may seem like that, but actually the rules of business have been passed down for generations. Oh, generations. How did they how did they do so? Like at one point, what point did, the, did they start? Well, it began in ancient Egypt. You see the Egyptian god Plimon Bobab. Oh, I don't know him. Get back to the stooges. Good idea, Ronnie. Now, if you guys don't mind, don't mind me. I'll just be sitting here at my desk. But I just wanted to keep my fingers in the pies here at the Three Tuges podcast as your number one sponsor. Yes, ever since that Wayne LaPierre fiasco at the NRA, you really have surpassed him as our most active donor. It's true. I, I honestly, it, to me, it was kind of a shock to lose the NRA because uh, recent listeners to the podcast might not know that uh, we are funded by the NRA. Hate their policies, love their money. Yes. That's how we get that crystal clear audio coming to you over the airwaves, wherever you're listening to this. But uh, yeah, since since that recent scandal, Bill T has stepped in and really been, I think, a powerful, powerful motivator and creative force behind the scenes of the podcast as well. I agree. So Landry, what episode of The Stooges did we watch this week? This week, we watched the classic 1936 Three Stooges short, Half Shot Shooters. And in this short, and one I think one of my favorite parts about this short was that uh, yeah, at one point in the very beginning, uh, Larry, Moe, and Curly, they have been shipped off to war. Yeah, yeah, if memory serves, it kind of comes... Wait. Sorry, what? Do you, did you did hear that? that? I, di- I did, hold on. Hold on, let me, go, let me go get the door real quick. I've got this. Oh, okay. Hello? Hello? Oh. Landry, who was that pounding on the door? I don't see anybody. Hey! Hey, it's me, Jackson! Uh... Okay, Can uh, you guys come down here real quick? Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 here. Come on down. All right. Uh, hey, okay, hey, let's... fellas. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm a big fan. I've been following you. I'm one of the writer guys. I like you on Facebook, but I, I, I was just wondering if you had my Ouija board. You borrowed it several, several weeks ago, and, uh, I've been trying to, you know, I'm a secular humanist, but I like to experiment with different, uh, you know, spiritual experiences and things like that, just to sort of get yeah, out of I'm my so- comfort zone. And I'm uh, sorry, buddy, this is not ringing any bells to me. Landry, do you recognize this guy? I do not. What was your name again? Uh, it was Jackson. Jackson. Jackson-y Jackson-y? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, okay, okay, I am remembering this now. Yes. I am remembering this now. Listen, Jackson. Yeah? Uh, I unfortunately do not have your Ouija board. What, what do you mean uh, you don't have my Ouija board? Well, I put it in a clay jar. Why would you put it in a clay jar? Well, because that's the safest place to hide. The things. safest you know place? It's very brittle. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what's also great about it is it's once you've hidden it, it's easy to get out again. Oh, gosh. What, what, what? I saw that there were a bunch up there in the studio. I was peeking around up there looking around for it. it, it could you go find it, maybe? Uh... 
Brayden, do you want to break the bad news to him? Listen, Jackson, um, we don't currently know where your Ouija board is. Excuse me? Sorry to say. Yeah, listen, it's it's not a big deal because... It's, I disagree. I think it, it's a very big deal. You know, I give back, my like, my possessions to you. I do this service outside. I'm constantly constructing things in this construction zone. I'm building out the yeah, next phase and, of your and building. We, and you take my I know, my personal possessions and then you you give them away to someone? I know, I, I know, I know, I know. And, I, and believe me, Landry and I... and. All of the other members of the Three Tuches family really appreciate what all of you guys here out on the factory floor do. I don't think you do. Podcast. Oh gosh, no, just really another do. thing. Oh, and look on at the time. I've got to go. Goodness. Okay, listen. You okay, don't even Jackson, think about we'll talk me. To you later, okay? what, what? We'll talk to you later. Oh, okay, what are you buddy? doing? Where are you going? All right, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye then. Close one, Brayden. Oh my God. <sighs> Tell me about it. Okay. We were talking about- I what? need those stocks on my desk by noon! Wait, you need stuff. Who are you talking to? Don't worry about it! Uh, listen, boys, would you excuse me? I've gotta take a call here. Yeah, please, do uh, not- please, we're in the studio. We, really, we are in the middle of the studio. Listen, buddies, if you think for one second that I am gonna put my business on hold because of what you guys are doing here in the studio, you have got another thing coming. Go for Bill T! Yes! No! Maybe so! Up high! Down low! Through the hole! Too slow! Listen! Guys, I'm sorry about this. Hold on just a second! Say no more! Listen, guys, I have gotta take some some pitches here in the studio, and I know you guys love pitches. It was one of my favorite segments from early on in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Bill T, you understand that that was something that we did because it was for the betterment of the podcast. We didn't really Listen, have... it's better, it's, this is for the betterment of my life, and I am the main sponsor of this podcast, which means I own you, buckaroo. So we're gonna do some pitches. It's kind of interesting how All the right. power flows downhill, like Bill T owns you, and you own Westy Chesty and number two and everything, so I, I only think it's a, you know, a certain amount of time before they start Start acting out and taking it out on someone else, but neither here nor there. That would never happen. Listen, guys, I've got some people right here who are ready to enter the studio. Oh, uh, you, did you invite them? I thought maybe you were gonna FaceTime or something. But wh- who? You invited them here to our. Yes, of premises. course I did. Yes. Have How else am I supposed to take these meetings? Have we done a background check on these people or anything? No. Why would we? Okay. Well, they're you pounding don't do a background on the check door. On somebody I, who's coming in. Okay. Let him in. Fine. All right. I will. Thank you very much. Good day, mates. Quippy the electric toothbrush here to give you the pitch of your lives. I don't see anything. The door. Down here, fellas. Uh, Landry, is there a carbon monoxide leak? I don't I... believe so. We have detectors installed. I'm because what I seem to be seeing. Tell me if you if you see the here. I'll write it down on a piece of paper. You write down your thing on a piece of paper, and if we don't, if we both have the same thing, okay, then we'll know that we're both seeing the same thing. Okay. That way, you know, none of us are influencing each other's psychoses. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Now we should read them at the exact same time. It's an electric toothbrush. An electric toothbrush. Okay, that's so it. That's all you wrote too. Okay, okay yeah. Great. So that's exactly what I'm seeing. Okay, so we are seeing the same thing. Okay, absolutely. Okay, okay. good. There isn't a carbon monoxide leak. Yeah, fellas, you're not seeing anything strange. You're only seeing the next big opportunity coming your way. I'm here to see Bill T. Wilson, innovator extraordinaire. 
Come right in, Quippy. Don't mind if I do, fellas. It's kind of cute how he just kind of hops, though. I do have to say that. Yeah, fellas, I might be cute, but I'm also fearsome in the worlds of business. I learned that from the rules of business. Brayden and Landry, I'd like to introduce Quippy, the electric toothbrush. Quippy here is applying to be a sponsor of the Three Tooches podcast, and seeing as you guys play fast and loose with the rules, I thought you might be willing to take on someone. Fellas, I've got a proposal for a new product that could change the world here. I'm all ears, and I know that once these guys hear your pitch, they're going to be interested in having you on and being a sponsor of the podcast. So, go ahead and tell me about yourself. It seems here that you're about six inches tall, you've got a, a plastic grip, and you're made of uh, some sort of material that looks uh, easy to clean and uh, reliable, is that so? I think that's a fair assessment there, Bilty. But I have to say, of all the electric toothbrushes you've had, have they ever encouraged you to keep on brushing your teeth uh, every day? No, as a matter of fact, they have not. None of the toothbrushes I've had have ever spoken to me at all. And now that I think about it, that's awfully rude. Well, that's the difference between them and I. It's what takes me a step above the competition. I'm Quippy the Electric Toothbrush. And if you need some extra encouragement... If you need some... <laughs> Quippy, you have such an interesting accent. I'm an international toothbrush. I've been all around the world there, Bilty. I just pick it up from all my friends. You know, they say when you hang out with people... They say when you hang out with people long enough, you sort of pick up on their idiosyncrasies. Oh, so you're a bit of an empath, is that it? Absolutely. Crikey, I say. It takes me by surprise every single time. <laughs> Quippy, stop. Quippy, Quippy, stop tickling me. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to lower your gas. <laughs> Those bristles are, they just move awfully fast. They're just, it's very ticklish. All right, fellas, enough joking around. It's time for me to give you my pitch. Go ahead, Quippy. If you need extra encouragement before you're gonna brush your teeth, you dirty bogan, then I'm the electric toothbrush for you. Every day before you wake up, I'll jump on top of your chest and go, Wake up, you dumbo! It's time to brush mm, your teeth! Interesting. So, you actually come to life and... I don't come to life. I am alive. I live in your bathroom. Stop tickling me, Quibby. So, so... <laughs> Come on here, Phyllis. Let your guard no, down. I just want to get this straight, Quippy. I just want to get it. this straight, Quippy. Quippy. So you live, you live in the bathroom of of, of our house. Yeah. So do you have? Do you live in like a normal toothbrush holder, or do you have like a small condo that you rent out? How does the? Well, it's all about the kind of real estate that you've got free. Sometimes you've got a large bathroom where I can get a a jar. A, or some kind of cubby hole, but sometimes you just leave me on the counter. And as long as I've got some toothpaste with which to cleanse myself every day, then I'll make myself happy. I live to save oh, you. So you're kind of possessed by like a like a the drive to serve like a golem, perhaps. Yeah, if you want to put it that way, sure. But really, I just want to get in your teeth. Interesting, Quippy. Uh, I'm liking where this is coming from. But tell me a little bit about your background. I don't like to go into business with somebody who just hops in off the street. That's true. Uh, Quippy, if you could give us a little bit about, you know, maybe your training in business. I know you said you'd read about the rules of business, but if Braden and I are going to go in with Bill T on this, we want to vet all of our candidates before we, you know, 
have someone do that. Yeah, we have a very you people who listen to this podcast know that the the bar is very very high for our sponsors. We don't let just anybody come onto the show and be sponsors. You know, <laughs> we're not NPR. So Quippy, tell us a little bit about where you're from. Well, I've been from all around the world, but I hail originally from the Outback Steakhouse. That is. Oh. Interesting. You come from the Outback Steakhouse. You come from the land down under? I do. Give yourself a Vegemite sandwich and I'll be a happy toothbrush. But like I said, I'm from Outback Steakhouse. It was a filthy joint before I joined. And then they said, we need to encourage our staff to keep things clean around here in the kitchen. And so they brought me on board. And I've been going around the world encouraging people to keep their teeth clean ever since. Hmm. So I, I I understand, Quippy. It, it seems like you 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 got your start in the in the professional realm at the Outback Steakhouse. It's correct. Uh, and I understand that. But I I want to know, do you have a do you have a resume or or anything like that? Oh, I do. Don't you take a look right here. I've made three copies for you each right here with my professional qualifications as well as my work in educational history. And you'd feel free to take a look at that. I gained my MBA here at the uh, University of Edinburgh, and before that, my baccalaureate degree is from uh, Corinthian College. I got it online. Interesting. Isn't okay. Corinthian College the for-profit university that was shut down several years ago? Yeah, I don't think they have an accreditation anymore. Uh, well, you know, when I went there, it was a top-tier university. A research one institution, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I've got over 50 different articles published on tooth cleanery. Really? 50 different articles? And uh, are those peer-reviewed? Oh, absolutely. Do you have any more questions for me about my professional background, uh, educational history? Uh, it, it says here, uh, you spent your first, uh, three years... What is this? Is this is this working in a lab in Transylvania? It's correct. It was part of a study abroad program. That's why you hear such an international accent here that comes through on occasion. Yeah, um, how does a toothbrush get called into existence in Transylvania? Well... Uh, aren't there, like, a lot of mad scientists out there and, you know, vampire hunters? Yes, a scientist named Victoria Frankel. Victoria Frankel? That sounds like... Sounds a lot like Victor Frankel. Yeah, she's actually the, uh... The, uh descendant of him and she wrote the uh the book uh 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 woman search, search. <laughs> <laughs> victoria frankel she wrote <laughs> she wrote the follow-up is that to victor to her father's novel man's search for meaning and she wrote <laughs> woman's search for meaning yes I worked with Victoria Frankel in uh, Transylvania. So, I, if I understand correctly, uh, I happen to know a little bit about Victoria Frankel. Uh, wasn't didn't she have her scientist credentials revoked by the Asso the International Association of uh, Smart People? Ah, well, perhaps, but that wasn't until after I'd gone out on my own and forged my own path. Um, unfortunately, Quippy, it doesn't seem to me. If I'm being Frankel. <laughs> very funny. That was a very funny joke, Brayden. <laughs> that was pretty good, Brayden. I did appreciate that. <laughs> oh, guys, I thought I told them last week to get that pig out of the studio. Listen, Quippy. <clears throat> Lantry and I are going to have to take some time to think about this. Do you mind if we actually take a minute to toss it to our sponsors? 
while we're on the commercial break, Landra and I will talk about it, and we'll see if you know there might be a spot for you to be a sponsor on an upcoming uh, episode or, or something like that. <laughs> well, I think that's fair, if I may be Frankel. <laughs> see, I can do it too. That's why they call me Quippy. Oh, I see. So that's uh, that's part of it. It's a play on uh, play on play on words here. Well, I'll have to give this uh, resume here a uh, closer look. We'll we'll give it a review as we uh, are going to our commercial break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, I'm so excited that you had Quippy come in. Uh, we're gonna have to think about this before we kind of move forward. Say no more. You got it. Uh, if it's as uh, I, I guess uh, now's a good a time as any, Landry, to throw it to commercial. Is that okay with you? Let's toss it. Let's do it. Listeners of the Three Tooges, this is fellow rider die Charles Raymond Gypsum with a special request. I have bought this airtime on several podcasts to ask that you please do not call me, even perhaps at all. Over the past several years, I've received an unstoppable flood of phone calls, rousing me from my sleep at all hours of the night, asking if we have met previously or if I am clinically insane. Additionally, my answering machine has been inundated with messages asking if I miss the caller so, so bad. I do not, I repeat, do not miss you at all. I have also been made the recipient of various swords and other medieval weapons via DHL, UPS, Messenger Pigeon, and Amazon Drone, among other delivery services. But do not wish to be contacted any further or shipped any goods. My niece, Jennifer, does not, in fact, reside with me anymore, so please do not contact me asking for a swell occasion, as many gentlemen callers have. I repeat, do not call my phone number at 6753309 and ask for my niece, Jennifer, or myself, Charles Raymond Gypsum, either half-heartedly or with full vigor, or just say that you love me. We will be disconnecting that phone number and will only be able to be reached at 800-588-2300 as of today. Good day. Ooh, babe, let's get down to it. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for you to... My heart! Not again! Was one of your first sexual experiences ruined because your physical touch prompted your partner to experience cardiac arrest? Listen, Ted, uh, things were going great, but I just don't really like guys covered head to toe in blue hair. Has your love life suffered because you sprout blue hair from head to toe? Oh man, I have such a headache. I guess I'll just... Do you exhibit bouts of extreme, uncontrollable, psychokinetic rage, along with rays of arcane energy shooting from your fingertips? 17 pill a day Nerfidol might be the solution for you. Capable of limiting superpowers to the point that they no longer exist, Nervidol is the world's first clinically approved drug to treat overpowered superpowers. Thanks to Nerfidol, I got a second chance at love and a second date. With Nerfidol, I beat my caffeine addiction and now my only spells are charming. Not a curse. My boyfriend died, and I'm still scared to touch anyone. But at least I don't have to wear long gloves in the summertime anymore. <laughs> Side effects of Nerf at all include stomach cramps, bloating, rage sweats, a general sense of futility, upset stomach, confused eyeballs, jealous nail, overconfident belly button, tactful shin, thick chin, skinny tongue, hairy stomach, removable ears, 
Lock Bowel Syndrome, History Channel Addiction, Nickelodeon Nightmares, Child Mind, Teenage Tooth, Night Terrors, Night Tears, Spider Fears, Pointy Ears, Tears for Fears, Grinding Gears, Grinding Teeth, Seinfeld Curse, Man Purse, Feeling Terse, Talking in Verse, Writing in a Hearse, Inverse Eyeballs, Reverse Buttholes, Tall Tales, Whale Tales, Whale Nails, Dragon Scales, Scales of Justice. Nerf it all is not for everyone. In fact, it is only for the 0.27% of the population exhibiting symptoms of mutant gene manifestation. Do not take Nerf it all if you could become pregnant, as your baby may in fact be born with powers beyond all comprehension, or just be a total loser. Be sure to consult with your doctor Xavier before taking Nerf it all, as use of Cerebro to enter your mind may cause your consciousness to turn on itself, prompting a hallucinatory experience comparable to the ethereal plane's true death phenomenon. Avoid taking Nerfidol if you are also taking SSRIs, antihistamines, or up a new hobby as a tabletop gamer, as Nerfidol may increase your risk. The board game, Addiction. Do not take Nerfidol if you exist in a bizarro universe or have power reversing powers, as this may actually amplify the superpowers. Talk to your doctor about Nerfidol today. Thanks, Nerfidol! And welcome back to the Three Tooches podcast, everybody. I'm Braden. I'm Landry. A lot of people joining us in the middle of the show, I know, so we're always important to reintroduce ourselves here. Uh, Quippy, Landry and I were talking over the break, and, um, well, I don't quite know how to say this, but, um... Oh, what, what is that? Um, sounds like there might be somebody else here. Let me go get the door again. Okay, all right. Hello? Well, 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 if it isn't my favorite podcast host, Brayden and Landry, and there's Bill T. Wilson, the innovator extraordinaire, it is I, Jonathan Pistola, of Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience-a-Rama, among soon-to-be other business ventures. Now, where's Cuban? I got an idea to pitch here. Ah, I got you again, Jonathan. Twas I who lured you here under the false pretense of Mark Cuban investing in your business. But it's really me. You got me again there, sir. Jonathan and I like to play uh, uh, reality TV-themed pranks on one another, so this is my Shark Tank prank. There was one time where uh, I got another friend of ours to put him in a helicopter on the, on the the uh, under the premises of... Him actually being on Survivor, and we dropped him on a deserted island for about six weeks and left him there. You waited for weeks, just living on that island. I got so skinny. It was so funny, and then I popped out there at the end and was like, You've been pranked by Jonathan Pistola. Another time, another time, I got a, a big plate of scorpions, and I, I held Jonathan by his ankles, and I slowly lowered him uh, down to the plate of scorpions, and they started to crawl up his face and sting him all over his eyeballs. And I said, ha ha, you've been pranked. This is my fear factor prank. And it was so funny, because I was so ready. I was like, where's Joseph Rogan? I'm a huge fan of his podcast. I gotta talk to him about the time I did DMT. It was so funny. Hey there. It was just my turn to get me answer here. Uh, actually, Quippy, if you could just take a seat. We'll, we'll get back to you, but we actually have been sponsored by Jonathan before, so I think we kind of owe it to him to... You know, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're there. gonna have to we're gonna have to bump you. Yes, and according to the laws of business, that means you're dead to them. All right. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna go and pop a squat over here then, then, fellas. Yes, please. Thank you. It is now I, Jonathan Pistola's turn, to pitch the next great American business to you, Braden Landry and Bill T. Say no more. Actually, you might need to say a little bit more in this particular case. You know, millennials today, especially, they're a growing generation. They're, they're a huge in the world today. And they want experiences more than anything. And as CEO and founder of Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and experience Arama, I feel like I understand this niche better than anyone. And that is why I present to you my newest venture, I Break You Fix. At Jonathan Pistola's I Break You Fix, we are about crafting artisanal experiences for you. So imagine this, enter your mind palace, if you will, with me, everyone. You have a perfectly functional telephone device, but you think there's nothing that brings this, this, this doesn't spark joy anymore. How could I do so? So you come into Jonathan Pistola's I Break You Fix. You hand us your device. You hand us $50. We take the device from you. Remove the screen protector. We wipe it clean. You watch us do it from behind the plate glass window. We take a hammer. We smash the phone into bits. We extract the motherboard. We rip out all the microchips. We make sure that we deactivate the cloud services for you as well. We then give you the device. We give you. And then you help us walk through the process of, of rebuilding it, right? <laughs> you think you're two steps ahead of me, but I'm 50 ahead of you. We give you the broken device. We give you a soldering iron. We give you all of the unlabeled parts. We give you a workbench in the back and one dangling incandescent bulb. <laughs> we give you $12 an hour that you stay in our facilities. We give you an employee handbook. We give you a monogrammed polo shirt. We give you a belt with which to cinch up your dockers. We give you <laughs> tread dockers safe Dockers are part shoes. of the uniform that I have to wear when I come in. Absolutely. Safety first. It's all about uniform experiences. Okay. Uniform both in that everyone has to do it and it is about the clothing that you wear. We give you the uniform. You sit at the bench. You begin to look at the diagram. You enroll in engineering school. You take out student loans to pay for it. You come in every morning at 7 a.m. You leave every day at 5 p.m. Except for every day when we ask you to work overtime. We do not pay you for those hours worked. You stay late even after I depart. You close all the windows. You lock the doors. You continue to work on your broken device. You then let people in the back door after they gather around 9 p.m. You bring in their goat led by rope. You slaughter it there on the open floor of the closed I Break You Fix establishment. You then hoist it up in a pulley. You then light the sulfur-laden incense. You join and lead the chant. 
which sacrifices the goat to the gods. You... Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I feel like I was with you up to a point, but when you started talking about sacrificing a goat, Jonathan, this is sounding oddly familiar to me. Is, is, is this... Where, where is this business located? Well... Uh, we're still a very, we're a fledgling startup, so right now uh-huh. we're currently operating out of an annex uh, building next to Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and experience Arama. Uh, but uh, we hope to if, uh, build out some franchises and, and create other locations with the seed funding that I hope to establish today. I was hopeful that, that Mark Cuban would be able to, you know, be interested in this, but, uh, you know, we're going to have to to revisit that, obviously, because Bill T. got Absolutely, we're going to. Listen, Jonathan, you know I love and respect you, and our, our friendship goes way, 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 way back. But unfortunately, I'm getting the sense that this operation is actually running concurrently with your Pizzatorium and Experience-Arama, which you and I both know is affiliated with the Church of the Sacred Pizza. Am I mistaken? No, not at all. We are a very family-oriented business. When you join the I Break You Fix family, you join our cult. Excuse me? Uh, Pardon me, I misspoke. You join our family. You then come every Sunday morning. You... Take the sacrament of pizza every day. You drink the grape juice every time that we do so as well. Jonathan, I'm going to have to stop you there. Listen, you know that I respect you as a businessman and an innovator. Like me, we, we are cut from the same cloth. But as an imperialist libertarian, I cannot be involved with any business dealings that actively promote religion, and that would include the Church of the Sacred Pizza. You understand? These two things just shouldn't mix. One is one and the other is the other. That's the seventh rule of business. Oh, really? That's the seventh rule of business? How many do we have now? There's more than you could possibly imagine. Okay, interesting. Well, listen. Say no more. Except for you, Jonathan. Go ahead. As I was saying, after all this happens... After several years of being enrolled in engineering school, you should have gleaned enough knowledge with which to repair your own device. And then you have a fully functioning, albeit shattered screen version of your telephone. And you, oh, you get... don't even fix. I don't even get to fix the screen in this. Uh, no, we actually do all. We only do internal repairs. So you'll have to do. That. <laughs> okay. Um. So you'll have to go to the Apple Store or wherever to get a, a screen fixed or something like that. We also oh, okay. void your warranty sure, upon smashing your device. So uh, that's on you. I'm sure, but that's reasonable. But you leave. I break. You fix with the sense of accomplishment. A sense mm. of an entrepreneurial spirit, a sense of having fulfilled uh, a lifelong goal of, of being a part of something larger than yourself. And that's really mm. what I Break You Fix and the Church of the Sacred Pizza is really all about. Okay. Um, you know, unfor- I'm looking for $15 million for a 2% stake <laughs> in our business. <laughs> listen, listen, Jonathan, I'm sorry. It's a no for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think we have that kind of cash flow, even. I don't... Yeah, listen, the 3-2 the Just podcast is more of a movement, you understand. So we don't, we, we, we couldn't, you know, give you money. That In fact, that's the whole deal, is you would be paying us to be a sponsor on the podcast. You understand how this kind of works? You, you sort of 
Missy Elliotted the situation, flipped it and reversed it. Well, not this man yet. Do you know what that means? How dare you! Don't invoke the sacred teachings of the rules of business out here in public where anyone can hear them. Oh, don't worry, Bill T. That'll definitely come out in the edit. Yeah, we're not going to leave that in. Don't worry, I, we got this. Well, if that's the case, fellas, I gotta say I'm very, very disappointed. And uh, I'm going to go have to find Cuban for this then. Because I'm sure he would be interested. This isn't going to stop me and my entrepreneurial spirit. And one day, you'll be sad that you missed out to invest and get in early on I break you fix. Sure. Okay. Well, do you know what? Go, go, go ahead then, Jonathan. And um, I'm sure we'll we'll really regret it later. We'll we'll see. You, okay. Oh, you wanted me to say goodbye, but you haven't earned it. <laughs> yes. Bad bye. I oh. That was kind of harsh the way he well, left. I. He, yeah. Does does the Church of the Sacred Pizza do they curse people or do anything like that? I don't know anything of the sort. Okay. Well, that's good. Nor do I. Yeah. Well, it settles that. We're probably fine. Jonathan, what are you doing back in here? Fellas, I'm sorry. I just had to say, I had to have a second chance here. I thought perhaps if you experienced the world of I Break You Fix, you might change your mind. And so, I would like to demonstrate the very goings-on of our business. I see here you have a wonderful 3 just terminal here. It would be a shame if something dangerous were to happen to it. There! Now you have a broken two terminal. Jonathan! Now, in order to demonstrate this, here is the engineering manual. <sighs> here is a phone number for ITT Tech. You don't even handle the admissions and process for us? And here is a soldering iron. That'll be $50, please. I'm not paying you $50, Mr. Pistola. Well, doesn't seem like you'll be having a, a fully functional two terminal then. And I shall take my business elsewhere. What? He just smashed the Tooge terminal and just left us in a lurch like this. Bill T! Yeah, I have to say, Bill T, this seems like it's kind of- You know what? Fellas, I'm gonna have to go ahead and own up on this. I'm the one who lured Jonathan Pistola here on false pretenses, pretending to be Mark Cuban in an ever-escalating series of pranks. But if it's up to me, I think I can actually fix this terminal. Oh, really? You can? Yeah. Uh, looks like he's just got some basic tools here. I could probably have this thing up and running uh, within just a few minutes. I'm not even going to have to go to engineering school. Is that a zip tie? Hmm. You've got mail. I'm in! That oh, really fast, that was Bill extremely I fast. Say, I'm really impressed by that. Yes, well, you know, you have to know these things when you're a business mogul and innovator. Sometimes people come in, they try and smash your screen while you're trying to telecommute to work via Wall Street or whatever I was saying earlier. So you have to know how to fix these things on the fly. Uh, what's this? You've got mail. It seems like there's a mysterious encrypted message. Why do we keep getting encrypted messages? Don't know, it doesn't make any sense to me. You've got mail. Uh-huh. It's a series of riddles. Riddles? Who on earth is sending us riddles? You know what? I, I do love a good game. What are the riddles there, Bill T? I want to know. Okay, let's see here. They're written in, in Courier Sans. It's like an old-timey typewriter font. Uh, this says, uh, There's more of me than you'll ever see, and the 55th of which is never trust a bitch. Oh, that's offensive. Ah, but you know what? 
I know the answer to this. That's the 55th rule of business. Let me just type in this answer and see what happens. You've got mail. Aha! Uh -huh. It's unlocked another riddle. Another? It's a riddle inside a riddle? Oh, gosh. How many riddles are there? I have no idea. All we're going to be able to do is continue to answer these questions. That seems like the only way out of this scenario. Sure. Let's okay, see. what's the next when one? When you were bad, I gave you a snack, went out for cigarettes, and never came back. Now, what could that be? Oh, well, um... I mean, I don't want to play into stereotypes here, but that sounds like someone might have daddy oh, issues. Let's try uh, that. You've got mail. Aha! That was it! Can't believe you got it on the first oh, try. That, worked. that was awesome. Lucky. There's another one here. This says, I'm the last riddle. <laughs> it's nice of them to be so upfront about that. Great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was really worried there for a second that this might never end. Though I may have some hair, there's none up there, and I like drag, but I'm no... Oh, I'm not saying... The homosexual. Well, go ahead. Oh, These riddles are my. extremely um, offensive, if I do say so myself. I mean, I know the first one was just the 55th rule of business, but come on. So, I may be... I may have some no hair, hair, but there's none up there. Well, that describes right. us, since we're both I like bald. Drag, but I'm not... Uh, also, us. Could, could, it be, could it be you, Landry? Let's try typing that in. Well, try it. No, no. Hmm, what about that? <gasps> you know, Landry, so far, every time we've gotten one of these messages, it's been from somebody who's had a vested interest in the podcast. Who do we know who's got hair but none up there and also loves drag? I've got it! Boys, the answer <gasps> is Curly! You've got mail. It sent me... Oh my god, look at this. It looks like there's a message hidden in this final email. When you put it together, it says... To look out, because there's a mole in the studio. A, a physical mole? Like, it, it's like eating through wires? or I don't know, that's all it says, is that there's a mole inside the studio and that we ought to be careful. Okay, so we either need to call an exterminator or we need to get everyone here so that we can figure out who's feeding you know someone information. I'm going to have to have a think on this. Uh, here, Landry, pass me a Crystal Pepsi. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, you know what? We're going to have to think about this. Um, we'll have to deal with this next week. <laughs> our favorite podcast ever, but though this is the better one. I think it's a lot better. Sometimes I just want to lick it and kiss it and do everything I want to do. Nobody is listening to you, Clementine, because now it's time for the Zopso! And so guess what? My name is Zop, and everything is great, and that's the Zopso! Thanks for listening, goodbye!